Shane Bieber and South Carolina's football program have landed the final piece to the Great Wall of Carolina in Dillon High School's Josiah Thompson. You are Locked On Gamecocks, your daily podcast on the South Carolina Gamecocks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special live reaction edition of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, where we cover your South Carolina Gamecocks every single day. I'm Andrew Lyon, the host of this podcast and also a staff writer for Gamecocks Digest over on SI.com. Thank you for making Locked On Gamecocks your first watch or listen here today. We are free and available on YouTube and wherever you get your audio podcasts daily. Shane Beamer and this staff continue to roll on the recruiting trail. Again, we're in the middle of the spring season, so obviously it's been a little bit quiet recently. But of course, the Gamecocks landed Blake Franks just a couple weeks ago, and now they have added the final piece to, quote, the Carolina or Great Carolina Wall, that is. And that last piece was Dylan High School's Josiah Thompson. And when looking at the film for Josiah Thompson from his junior season and what he could bring to the football field for the South Carolina Gamecocks, Josiah Thompson has a chance to be one of the best road graders in college football during his career in Columbia. Road grader meaning that I think that Josiah Thompson can be one of the best run blockers in all college football. And there's multiple facets of his game that lead me to believe this. Firstly, Josiah Thompson, he has a quick twitch off of the line of scrimmage. For a guy that's six foot seven, two hundred and eighty-five pounds, Josiah Thompson fires off the line of scrimmage like he's 220 pounds. He is that quick for his size. He's kind of the like the offensive line version of Xavier McLeod, a kid that, again, sort of has the similar trait there where he's a big he's got a big frame that he's carrying on the football field but he just moves like he's just as light as a feather off the line of scrimmage and Josiah Thompson has that same sort of trait in his arsenal the other thing is this I mentioned that Josiah Thompson again he's six foot six six foot seven depending on where you look despite that he does a great job of maintaining leverage when he is engaged with opposing defenders it is something that you rarely see with guys at this size and especially kids at the high school level. Josiah Thompson is a rare breed in that aspect. You combine that with his high motor, the effort that he gives on every single play, not stopping until the whistle is blown, which is, again, a trademark trait that Greg Atkins and now Lonnie Teasley are always looking for in their offensive linemen. And the fact that when it comes to lateral movement, Josiah Thompson, he's extremely fluid in that aspect of his game as well. And this expands his run blocking ability. He could do seal blocks to open up gaps. He can perform down blocks to get to the second level and engage with linebackers. And he can also do pull blocks going from one side of the offensive line to the other to kick out vacated defenders. All in all, Josiah Thompson's skill set makes him a perfect modern-day run-blocking offensive lineman. And the thing is this, South Carolina 
they have not always done zone blocking schemes throughout the past 10, 15 years or so, but Shane Beamer, of course, he has had this more pro-style-ish offense so far throughout his career here, and a lot of pro-style offenses, and I think South Carolina's offense would qualify in this category, have a zone blocking scheme, which you might be sitting there wondering, well, Andrew, what is a zone blocking scheme? Well, a zone blocking scheme is essentially a scheme that asks offensive linemen to not necessarily just block one particular defender, but mainly be responsible for a certain area of the football field. Essentially, you got to be able to block somebody that is occupying a certain space, which means that you need offensive linemen that are athletic. You need guys that can move quite well, both vertically and laterally. South Carolina has been getting that in the 2024 class with guys like Blake Franks, with a guy like Cam Pringle. And now they have gotten potentially the best lineman in that aspect in Josiah Thompson. I'm going to dive into what kind of impact his pledge has on South Carolina's recruiting class in just a few moments right here on Locked on Gamecocks. But first, today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking to make some healthier choices when it comes to your snacks, but maybe you want to make sure you get something that isn't going to taste gosh awful. If that's the case, then you got to try out Built Bars and Built Puffs because these bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. They've got a ton of different flavors. They're only 130 calories. They still have 17 grams of protein and they only contain 4 grams of sugar. And here's the best part. You no longer have to order online. You can now find Built Bars at your local Walmart in the pharmacy section where you can grab a four-bar box or if you want to find maybe a bigger box, you want to be able to have those Built Bars or Built Puffs last a little bit longer, you can go to Sam's Club and grab a 13-bar box. Built Bar will help you get your health and fitness life back on track and it is where Tasty is the new healthy. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Okay, thank y'all once again for tuning into this special live reaction edition of the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast regarding the commitment of Josiah Thompson. So, let's talk about the impact now of this commitment. Josiah Thompson's commitment, as I've already alluded to, this gives South Carolina a historic offensive line class. I cannot recall any offensive line class since I've been watching South Carolina football where the Gamecocks landed three offensive line prospects, first of all, this early, obviously, in the recruiting cycle, but also they've gotten all three of these guys from within their own state's borders. They get Cam Pringle out of Woodland, South Carolina. They get Blake Franks out of Greenville, South Carolina, practically Clemson's backyard. And now they've gone back to some old stomping grounds in Dillon High School, a school that's been kind to the Gamecocks in the past, and they've now gotten Josiah Thompson. And listen, 
do not let certain other fans tell you that their school did not pursue him that heavily or really wasn't that interested or say have other targets on the board. Uh, that is not true because Josiah Thompson under most recruiting rankings is rated as like a top three offensive tackle in this class. So there's not very many, according to the analysts, that is, that are better than him or have a higher potential than Josiah Thompson has. And speaking of rankings, Thompson is rated as the second best prospect in the state of South Carolina. So the Gamecocks, with a commitment of Mazio Bennett, have now landed the top three prospects, according to On3's industry rankings, in the Palmetto State, along with Blake Franks, who ranks number eighth on that list. And now... They are heavily favored to potentially land four-star safety prospect Kelvin Hunter, who happens to rank number four on that same list. So, the Gamecocks have locked down an important position group in the offensive line for the 2024 recruiting class, a position group that, of course, you've always got to recruit well. If you don't, this is a position group where deficiencies will show up the quickest. They have reclaimed the state of South Carolina. Let's just, I mean, we can, you no longer have to hide that. South Carolina has officially planted their flag back in the Palmetto State. It's something that they used to do quite frequently. That got away from them somewhat throughout the Muschamp years, and that wasn't all necessarily Will Muschamp and his staff's fault because I know that those guys got after on the recruiting trail as well, but... Clemson, obviously, with how well they had been doing for a while, they had been claiming the top talent in the Palmetto State, even as recently as the 2022 class. Shane Beamer and his staff, with some time and patience, have officially flipped the script there. And that is massively important. South Carolina might not try out the talent collectively that a Texas does, that a Georgia does, that a Florida does, maybe even that a North Carolina does. But South Carolina has good high school football talent. I think everybody across the country that follows college football enough knows that South Carolina has a good mixture of diamonds in the rough and kids that one day are going to be NFL stars. And South Carolina in this class are getting a little bit of all of that in one. So... They're doing a great job in that aspect. And again, I mentioned earlier, South Carolina, they have now locked up their offensive line group basically for the 2024 class. They could stop right now if they really wanted to. Now, I know that there's a couple of O-line prospects that they're still looking at, but this commitment really allots Shane Beamer and his staff the chance to now look at the 2025 class. And guess what? You think the 2024 class has been good. It might not be slowing down in 2025. South Carolina, as of this current moment, they are in the thick of it for guys like David Sanders Jr., who is rated as the number one or number two overall prospect nationally. They are in the game for a guy like Jalen Gilchrist and another offensive lineman in Nikolai Brooks. All three of these players rank in the top 139 for on three's industry rankings. And again, David Sanders Jr., he is looked at as potentially one of the best high school offensive line prospects in the past several years. South Carolina continues to send a message 
on the recruiting trail. Whatever perception or image that you have of their football program, you better scrub that clean from your memory. Because that's not the, that's not the South Carolina that you're seeing now. This is a new South Carolina. Gamecock football now means something a little bit different to these prospects. And yeah, some people are going to sit there and say, well, you know something? You were fortunate that you just had all this talent populate in your own backyard. You're not going to be able to get these kind of guys if they were out of the state of South Carolina. I think South Carolina has already proven that that's not the case. You land a guy like Nicholas Harper over multiple national-level college football programs out of the Washington, D.C. area. You get a guy like Desmond Mayo Zulu out of that same region as well. You go into the state of Texas and land a wide receiver like a Landon Sampson, another wide receiver in Parker Livingston for the 2024 class. He literally just released a top five, I think, yesterday. South Carolina was in the top five, and guess what? They were in the same group as Texas A&M, Texas, LSU, and Arkansas. South Carolina's reach is expanding. And winning recruitments like this are only going to help increase their national perception amongst these kids moving forward. So South Carolina, again, it is incredible what they have done with this class, this offensive line class. It is historic. There's no doubt about it. And think about this. Within a couple years, we could have a starting lineup that includes Marky Anderson from Spartanburg, essentially, Blake Franks from Greenville, Josiah Thompson from Dillon, and Cam Pringle from Woodland. Four South Carolina kids, and not slouches, any of them. All kids that multiple good Power 5 programs wanted. And that offensive line group could consist of all four of those guys. It could be something truly special at South Carolina. A lot of credit to Lonnie Teasley and Greg Atkins. Those two have done a heck of a job at getting these kids to come to South Carolina to come at least check out the program. And again, just based on what they've done in the 2023 class and now 2024, there's no sign of things slowing down for 2025 and beyond. But with that being said, y'all, that's going to do it for this special live reaction edition of the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast regarding the commitment of Josiah Thompson. Again, a really big commitment for Shabir and this program, one that a lot of people have probably seen coming for quite a while now, but it is now official. The Great Wall of Carolina is officially complete with Thompson now joining Camp Pringle and Blake Franks in the 2024 recruiting class. If you are looking for more content regarding the spring game this weekend, I'm going to be doing a recruiting show with John Garcia Jr. literally later this afternoon. We're going to talk about a couple prospects that will be at South Carolina spring game. I'll be sure to have that show out later tonight. At, I'm going to aim for probably 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And then Saturday, I won't have any you know last-minute preview edition or a live reaction right after the spring game. But on Sunday, I plan to have my sort of reaction show regarding the spring game on that day. I haven't really set a time yet, but I'm kind of planning around maybe 12 p.m. or 1 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time on Sunday afternoon. So be on the lookout for all of that. Again, if you're looking for more content regarding the spring game on the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast. And of course, if you enjoy the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast, give us a follow and click the bell. 
on YouTube so you don't miss future shows. And also give us a follow wherever you get your audio podcast daily. But again, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your Friday morning. And I will catch y'all on the next show of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast.